You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, Buzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menunos and Bing.com, and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Rookie Blue After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Rookie Blue After Show. Steven, I'm not sure we all liked your choice of music. <laughs> this is the Rookie Blue theme. Really? Okay. It sounds so much different on there. Anyways, hey guys, thing is for doing, and we are here doing another Rookie Blue after show here at AfterBuzz TV. I'm Tiana Hobson, and joining me tonight, I have three awesome lady co-hosts who I will let introduce themselves. Hi everyone, I'm Marissa Serafini. I am Kim Dahlgren. And I'm Monique Dufour. And Kim is new. I know her voice is new to everyone, and she'll be joining us for the rest of the season. Yay. So welcome, hey, welcome, hi Kim. Four hot chicks talking about hot cops. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Um, so this episode, I mean, I really feel like since our little break, the episodes have been picking up, and yes. tonight they didn't miss a beat. It went into a very dark place, a very real place, and I loved it. I like how the season has a nice balance of emotional episodes to physical to back to emotional because mm-hmm. last week was more physical takedown the week before it was emotional and this one's it went back to the emotional maybe next week we'll have physical maybe maybe they're going on and off you guys keep saying <laughs> physical and all I can think of is let's get <laughs> physical <laughs> physical <laughs> um, let speaking, your body talk you, know? <laughs> you got a little bit of the 80s swag going on with your one shoulder right now too Anique Right. Yeah, so it works. <laughs> Anyways, let's get into the tonight's episode. Gail had kind of a rough time tonight. Poor baby. Poor baby. Um, I don't. There's not many times that you feel bad for Gail because she's such a great brash. person. Yeah, yeah. Brash, hard character. But um, so we have this concerned father who comes into the station and wants to report his 23 year old daughter missing. Too bad it's only been nine hours, so there's nothing really Gail can do about it. But then we have uh, Nick and McNally out chilling in the car, kind of flirting, maybe. Mm-hmm. I love those mm-hmm. two together. Um, and they see a guy, a taxi, driving down the street with a man on the hood of the car. Man on the hood. Man <laughs> yeah. on the hood. Man on the hood. How exciting is that? see that every day. Yeah. 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 <laughs> That's something that happens all the time. Turns out that some kid had stolen a taxi from a convenience store. The keys were in the ignition, so he says he didn't steal it. It was just... They're waiting for he him. He borrowed it. He borrowed it. He went for a joyride. <laughs> well, the cab ends up being that it was used in the case with Ross Perrick, who, as we all remember, is the man who abducted Gail yeah. last season and also is responsible for Jerry's death. So we have two people who are who don't need to know about this, which Frank does try to keep both Gail and Tracy out of the loop of what's actually going on by keeping them distracted with other things. They bring back Detective Callahan. Luke! Luke is back. Luke is back. I've been wondering where he was. I love it when he's around. I love Eric. He's such a sweetheart. I talked to him on Twitter, actually, a couple days ago. And uh, last week, too. And he was watching our show. 
Yes. And I told him that I was going to give give him a shout out because he wrote like a little poem with with uh, Andy, him and Swarek's little like love triangle type of thing. So oh. if you want to check out his Twitter, it's at Eric Just uh, J Johnston. So you can actually check that out. <laughs> I love it. Uh, that's cool. I love it. Um, so then, you know, Grace's father basically screams at Gail because he finds out that she's not on the case anymore. And she doesn't tell him that, you know, she was actually the officer who was abducted last year. She also hasn't put it together at this point that they're looking for a copycat who mm-hmm. is copying the same thing that Ross did to her. Which I thought was interesting that she kind of just let him yell at her because Gail's usually the kind of person who's not going to take that from She's anyone. She's going to step up. Yeah. She's going to step up and say mm-hmm. something. So it kind of caught me as odd that she didn't stand up for herself in that kind of a vulnerable moment. Yeah. Yeah. I think she was more like taken back, like kind of like, you know, like about uh, like all the whole like situation that's going on. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like about yeah. absorbing that yeah. this is the guy. And then um, she she wasn't really expecting this random guy coming up saying, oh, my daughter's been abducted. So I think she was just focusing on that rather than thinking about her being abducted before and how this is actually connected. Yeah. Yeah. And one of the things that we all, um, I'm on the Rizzoli and Isles show too, and one of the things we usually talk about is how most of the time it's the first person who you meet who ends up being the killer um, or the this, one guilty, or the one guilty, or anything yeah. like that. And so, when we had that moment when there is the when they went to the park when Shaw and Epstein were at the park, and you know the dad the asking watch. the yeah. neighborhood watch, yeah. he's like, "Hey," to his daughter across the way. It's just kind of something was off about his questions yeah. that he was I, asking. I kind of like felt that maybe he was kind of guilty only because. Like he said, hey, it's his daughter across, and she was like looking at him, like, who are you? Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, she didn't have that. that, like, she was just looking at him, like, I don't know. I mean, wouldn't you be with your daughter instead of across the way yeah. from her? No, I'm so bad at interpreting things like that. I would never. <laughs> <laughs> All I think is, it's not until my- the end of the show that I'm like, oh, okay. Like, yeah, <laughs> I it. All no. I could think of was if. It was my child, and if someone had just been abducted in this Mm -hmm. area, I would have them as close to me as possible at all times. Yeah, Yeah. and I agree, because when he motioned to that mother and daughter, there seemed like there was a disconnect. Like, he just mentioned it. It wasn't actually... But if he was physically with them and protecting the daughter as well, I could have maybe believed it wasn't him. Mm -hmm. But since Mm -hmm. he was, there was that distance between the two, or the three, really, that there was a disconnect there that he wasn't telling the truth. So, I was wondering why um, Shaw Shaw, or Oliver and Epstein didn't pick up on that. Because, you know, they're cops. They should kind of get a feel for people. Do you think it's just Mm -hmm. they both had so much going on in their own minds? gave them a little attitude right then, too. Yeah, he gave them attitude, but, you know, they just kind of were like, all right, get out of here. Mm -hmm. Dropped it. But I I guess they were both thinking about other things. Yeah, I think they had just too much stuff going on that they didn't even, it didn't even dawn on them. Yeah. Yeah, and I like the fact that this episode, they didn't have the parade scene that we usually get at the beginning of every episode. Like, this is the case for the for the whole episode. Mm-hmm. This yeah. is how it laid out. It, we kind of just got immersed into this random case again. So um, I think in that, because we didn't have that structural um, 
thing that we get every week that they were just kind of not thinking the, the exact routine that they usually do every day. Yeah, I agree. That's true. I agree with you, Marissa. So Sam and um, McNally get a lead on the case with the taxi driver. They find out who bought the cab from the what's it called? The great, not the, the graveyard. Impound? The impound. Right. Why do I want to call it a graveyard? <laughs> I don't know. I think of graveyard shifts and impounds. They're synonymous in my mind for some reason. So they find out that the guy's name is Moses Kelly. They go to his apartment. It was really kind of creepy. His They find his dad in that bed, by surrounded by yeah. with a plastic canopy over his. Looks bed. like one of those like mosquito bug nets. Yeah, yeah. In, like a foreign, like another country to like keep like the bugs away from like yeah. attacking. Yeah. you. I just it's kept weird. thinking seven. You know how? And if yes. you've ever seen that yes. movie, they find the body. It looks dead, yes. but it's still alive. <laughs> yeah, and I just my mind flashed to seven. That's a freaky so, movie. I've never seen so. it. But I think it was just random how we never really. We just got this random guy who looks like he's dead and he can't talk, but then we never really got any resolution with him. Yeah, I yeah. mean, his son's in the kitchen chopping up meat, meat with a lot of it, with that huge knife, and, I mean, we find out that the father was, you know, dehydrated and basically mm-hmm. neglected, but they never really... Put it with the rest of the put story. It, yeah, anything right. else. Was it necessary? Random. Was it necessary? Yeah, the father part wasn't. We could have just walked in and found Moses chopping up. Yeah, the yeah. meat and been like, okay, cool. He's he's suspicious right now. Yeah, and then find and out then later the, that you know the father's just there, and it's like, mm-hmm. what's the point? Yeah, I don't well, know. That was. Odd. I don't think that was needed. Yeah, that wasn't exactly a great story. <laughs> <right there. laughs> it was interesting and we- it made him seem even more weird and more Maybe suspicious. Maybe that's why too. Yeah, because it made him more suspicious by yeah. having, you know, this, his dad locked up. I don't even know what you call what his dad was in that bed. But, um, so they find out that Moses has a legit alibi, that he sold the cab through an internet company. He never saw the guy's face. He just dropped it off in a parking lot and... Shady. Walked away. Exactly, yeah. right? <laughs> I mean, shady. You don't do that because somehow it's going to come back to you. Mm-hmm. And make sure you... Aren't you supposed to, like, file paperwork when you sell your car? You transfer the title into someone else's name? Well, yeah. he, ha- he had that website where he sold the murder memorabilia. Oh. Yeah, the yeah. Mur- murder articles for profit. Okay. But anything that goes online is still... Have a it, record of it. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, once it's on the internet, it's forever. <laughs> so, it doesn't seem like quite the stand-up guy, so. <laughs> <laughs> so you think it would be, your name would still be connected to it, no matter what. Yeah, no matter what. Well, we find out that Peric has agreed to meet with the cops, since they now think that they're dealing with a copycat, but only if Peck goes there to see him, which, right. And a course, little black dress. In a little black dress. In his he, little black dress, yeah. He, she knows the one he's talking about. Yeah. That was creepy. Such a yeah. creeper. <laughs> so creepy. Um, black number. Yeah, the black <laughs> number. Well, Gail overhears them talking about it, so at this point she now knows what's happening. She wants to go. Frank does not want to put her in there, doesn't want to put her in that situation, which I love Frank for this because he is such a fatherly mm. type at the at Division 15 mm-hmm. that, you know, regardless of what she thinks is okay and what Callahan or, yeah, what he kind of wants her to do, he's like, no, she doesn't need to be put through that again. Yeah. I would agree with him. I mean, but like she said, I'm a police officer, let me do my job. But with the situation, her being involved previously and 
just kind of bringing that all up. It's sad for her, and I'm sure brought up a lot of unpleasant memories. Yeah. Yeah. But it's good for Gail to um, step into that role and be that person when she realized, if I'm the only person that's going to get valuable information into solving this case, I'm going to do it. So I I respect her in that manner that she did. She got to kind of take the power back. Yeah. 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 She did her duty. Yeah. So. So speaking of her going in there, that whole exchange between Gail and um, what's his name? Perrick. Perrick was so intense. Yeah. She, I mean, she did a good job, I thought, of, you know, holding back and not letting him have all the power. But then there was just moments in there where she kind of gave too much information, let him kind of get away from her a little bit. Because, you know, they were talking about how um, he kept saying, oh, you tell me a secret before I tell you yours. She gives him a fluffy story, you know, and he's like, no, I need something better than that. And then she goes into that whole cat killing thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That was, I don't like, I'm not a huge pet person, just animals in general. I've never been good with them. But that made me so sad that, you know. Especially she, at a young age. Yeah. When you yeah. accidentally kill an animal because it's usually... That, um, you know, like serial killers, they always say it starts at a young age and usually starts with animals. So, and the, the fact that Gail was young and she killed an animal, maybe it kind of led her on the path to being, becoming a police or kind of a different, a darker path. Her cold so, nature. Her, her cold, cold nature. nature. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what I thought huh. of. Because, That's interesting, yeah. because what, um, he was also saying to her was, um, Carl Young. Is that how you said his name? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that we all have this shadow self and that our guilt is always trying to claw its way out. So he's trying to get her to talk about her guilt and her shadow self and killing a cat like that. It kind of, that's where my mind went was like, oh, maybe that's why she comes off as cold because she has this dark past. Was the cat the only thing that happened in her childhood? Or mm. just a cold exterior and the yeah. fact yeah. that she doesn't tell anyone stuff like she she's not um she's very secretive she's not really open and she keeps everything in yeah exactly Mm -hmm. and i think that led her to believe who she is you know like who she is now i think if she'd let it out she wouldn't be so like or if she was just honest with people yeah from the beginning be like if at that young age and she told her parents or say oh i killed my cat you know and she actually felt remorse and guilt about it she might have been a more nicer warmer person nowadays yeah would there have been blood from the cat's neck getting snapped, like through the drawer, uh, or am I just imagining that she closed the drawer so had the so hard that the head like actually I don't, like I don't want to think about it because I'm a crazy cat lady. Oh, okay. so <laughs> that kind of just like disturbed me. Well, because I was just thinking, how do you cover that up? Right, right. As a child, if there was blood yeah. involved, I don't know. Maybe she's smart. Maybe there was no. There was I a very not. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> thinking way too much into the cat story. Um, so then, you know, eventually Gail does get him to confess. He brings up Victor E. Frankel and talks about periods of distress and love. All these authors who he was bringing up, I'm going to have to go Google because I had I no idea. I think psychologists. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I have no idea. I had no idea who they were, what their whole thing was. Mm-hmm. 
But it's maybe, in the books, don't you know? Yeah, that? It's, uh, the it's answers are always in the books. The answers are always so in I the need books, to go read Tiana. some books so I can get some answers <laughs> so I can be smarter. <laughs> we'll quiz you next week. <laughs> Please don't. Um, but Gail finally admits her another secret while she's in there yeah. about what mm-hmm. she feels guilty about. This is the money maker right here. Yes. Yep. Last week we weren't <laughs> sure what happened. <laughs> she walked out of that and bar named it. with Blackstone and. She did cheat on Nick. And we said it last week, Gail is a jealous whore. <laughs> jealous jealous whore. Whore. <laughs> no, I'm back to not feeling bad no. for her. <laughs> because she cheated on Collins, and that's just uh, not okay. No. But, I mean... Did I, you see his face? I'm sorry, I interrupted you. Did you no. just see his face? Yeah. Like, when he like saw it? It just like, it broke my heart. Because, I mean, everyone knows how much I love him. And we're, like, destined to be together. But I just saw his face, and I was just like, oh, poor baby, come here. I still feel bad for Gail, too. It's just a sad situation all around. I mean, she she heard this information from Blackstone that, you know, Nick didn't come home when he could have, and I'm sure that broke her heart, too. I think it goes back to, to what you were saying about her keeping everything in. That maybe if she would have just sat down with Nick and told her it. her feelings mm-hmm. and what she was, like, you know thinking and how she was feeling that maybe things wouldn't have turned out the way they did. Yeah. If three weeks ago she had gone and said, hey, I feel like something's going on with you and Andy. Right. Right. Tell me I'm crazy and that I'm imagining things. Right. Yeah. Everything would have just been a lot better. But I understand Gail, too. Maybe that's why I I have conflicting feelings with her is I feel like I'm kind of like a Gail where I kind of keep everything locked up sometimes. But at some point you have to know when to let, Let it, it out, out. and yeah. just start talking about it. communicating. Right. And the part that sucks for her is that she didn't know Nick was in the other yeah, the room behind oh. the glass. Yeah. Even though what she confessed was on tape, so it was going to come out in Anyways. court at some yeah. point. But so their relationship is kaput. <laughs> yeah. Over. But I love how, uh, well, you know, and then we'll wrap this up. Um, so Gail gets the name. Are, well, she gets enough information out of um, Peric to for the warden to know that, oh, it was an inmate, Adam Sawyer. They are able to find the girl, Grace, and she's returned safely to her father. So yay for that. That but was so quick. It was a really yeah. quick. Yeah, because they immediately got the name, and then the very next cut, they're, they're arresting him. Uh, and, and I think it was just... But this episode, it was more of a mental game rather mm-hmm. than the whodunit kind of game that we're used to every week. And so I liked how they played with Gail's mentality and getting into her mind and letting her confess all these things and then immediately get to an arrest. So I thought it was interesting how they had more mental rather than the physical takedown. Yeah. That was nice. It makes a a difference. And then after it, you were still like, there's still 10 minutes left. What else is going to happen? I was like, oh my gosh. I thought, you know, that's the end of the episode. They found the killer. They wrapped that part up so fast that I just assumed that the episode was like, okay, we're done now. Mm Mm-hmm. But no, we have... um, (laughs) Got more. There was more. (laughs) So much more happened after that. Um, Gail and Nick have to have a relationship talk now because... He clearly knows that she cheated. Awkward moment. Awkward mm-hmm. moment in the car while it's raining. It rains a lot. I'm sorry. It's sunny and nice here in California. <laughs> <laughs> it always seems to rain at the end of their shift when they're all in the cars on the parking lot. Or it always <laughs> rains in serious, sad emotions. Yeah. Yeah. 
<laughs> dramatic effect. You dramatic know? Yeah. effect. Everyone's sad, so this is what's going to happen. So that's when Gail tells, you know, Nick, Colin, or Blackstone told me that, you know, you had the weekend off. You decided to go off with Andy instead of coming home. His defense, which kind of valid, but still not really. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, well, I didn't want to come home and uproot your life and then disappear again. Yeah. But at least if you had done at least that, she would have known that you were okay, that, you know, you're clearly, she knew you were working undercover somewhere. She put it together. But same goes for Andy, too. Right. She would come home and just said, hey, I'm here, Andy, or Sorek, I still want to be with you. Their relationship would be in a different place, too. Yeah, that's true. And Nick said that it was only one weekend when they went away. I'm like, well, you had all the other weekends to go back home. Yeah. That's what I'm confused about, because Blackstone said it was, they had all weekends off, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's what he said. But he's only talking about, he was like, it was one weekend that him and Andy went on their little... But it's like what she it's like what she said. I mean, you chose to be with her instead of with me. So mm-hmm. it's like she kind of got her answer there. And then he admits it was a crush. I mean, it's something. It's yeah. something. And then did you hear it? Did you listen to what he said? He's like, I I was hoping it was just a crush. Mm-hmm. I was hoping it was gonna go away. Yeah. 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 So Feelings are still there. Feelings are still there. <laughs> I'm so excited. <laughs> I really, really want them to get together. They are cute, though. They are so cute. When they were, like, just chilling in their car earlier in the episode, you know, goofing around and stuff, it was like, oh, mm-hmm. see, this is this is okay. But you know what Gail never does say is who she cheated on him with. So I right. wonder if at some point that will come out and... Collins will get even more mad because it was like his. Mm. I'd like to see that. Yeah. Just like everything just mm. blow up in her face. <laughs> no. well, I should say blow up. <laughs> but maybe more resolution to why she cheated. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because I get you're, you were kind of abandoned by your boyfriend and left alone, but that still doesn't justify you cheating. Yeah. She's angry. It's That's not. Yeah. Yeah. No. And who she chose to cheat on with him cheat on him with makes a difference too because she thought that him and Andy had something so she chose someone who who she was getting her information yeah from too. getting her information from who worked yeah. with him mm-hmm. you know there was a lot of people in that bar that night who she could have chose to go home with I guess he was just the easiest like right there I mean in so many ways <laughs> Like, I'm not done. <laughs> I'm going to go home with you. No, but right, I think, right there. I, so. I think the, the guy, what was his name? Stone. Blackstone. Blackstone. Um, Blackstone understood Gail and where she came from. I think the reason why those two could have hooked up is because they just had the same level of understanding mm-hmm. with each other. Mm, that's true. Yeah. Mm. And then <laughs> poor Tracy, this episode, too. I know, I know last week, I think it was, I said... I was kind of sad that we hadn't been seeing a lot of Tracy right. and that she didn't really have much to do. I felt like tonight she was kind of brought back in. It still wasn't a huge amount that right. it was, but I was I was glad to see her back and that she got a little playing playing time with mm-hmm. everyone else. And I like how they they touch upon how Tracy's dealing with Jerry's death a little bit yeah. because we always saw that she's focusing on work, but how is it hand, you know affecting her emotionally and they kind of touched upon that tonight that she is struggling yeah and i like that the show hasn't just dismissed the fact that they killed jerry 
Yeah. yeah. You know, a and lot of shows, it's kind of like, okay, we're done with that. And then they never bring up that character's name again. But almost every week, there's some reference to Jerry and what happened. And you can, it's a constant reminder that, you know, they're still dealing with this in their own mm-hmm. way because even Swarek was dealing with it tonight. With the pocket watch. Yeah, with yes. the pocket watch yeah. and just, you know, choosing to work with Andy because, you know, they knew, they, they he knew he wouldn't other, have yeah. to talk yeah. about yeah. it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just everyone's dealing with it in their own way. It makes me think that maybe the writers didn't want to kill Jerry in the first place, that maybe it was just for storyline and dramatic purposes that they mm. killed off someone. Not that they wanted to, but they feel like they had to. Yeah. So mm-hmm. even though they killed Jerry off, they still want to bring him back. Like, they didn't want to care, kill him in the originally, you know, yeah, in the yeah. beginning. Maybe they'll pull off, like, some type of soap opera thing where he comes back in, like, somebody else's <laughs> brain or something. His twin brother comes, yeah. comes into town. <laughs> Identical he twins. He into town. <laughs> His name's, like, Perry or something. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and speaking of brothers, what about Steve Peck? I oh, think yeah. him, and him and Tracy are so cute. Right? They're very cute. And I like how, like, Gail's brother is kind of opposite of her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Where he seems to be, like, the nice, sweet guy. And, like, Gail's just kind of just like, ah. Yeah. And <laughs> clearly Tracy felt comfortable enough with him to really open up because she shared that dream that she has right. about Jerry coming back. I, I was tearing up during that because that's got to be so hard. You yeah. Know? Just and that the, dream in general. Yeah. And the fact that she's opening up. Only after a few hours of knowing him mm-hmm. and like literally breaking down, that says a lot. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, and then when they were when he <laughs> came back at the end after you know the case had been solved and everything, and he's like, "You want to grab a drink?" She's like, "Oh, I don't really feel like going out." He's like, "You said anything about going anywhere?" And pulls out that flask. That's a man after my own heart. <laughs> oh my gosh, I sound like such an alcoholic right now, but that's just so <laughs> amazing that he just had a nice cold flask. Chilling in his back pocket. Make sure it's full next time, though. You know, gotta make sure there's enough to go around for everyone. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I thought that was really cute. So I'd like to see. But the fact that, also, sorry, yeah. that um, Tracy pulls out a bottle of what used to be Jerry's mm-hmm. alcohol shows that she is moving on, though. She's yeah. drinking his. Yeah. Because she got really stash. mad at Sam earlier. Mm-hmm. For moving or changing the filing system and yeah. touching everything stuff on, around without telling her, yeah, without yeah. telling her. So it's still very new, but it's. I think it's good that Steve Peck is around, and hopefully, he'll be around for a while. Yeah, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> Tracy, Tracy needs some love too. Um, and then what else? Oh, and then I want to just talk about really quickly. Um, so Shaw left his wife. Yeah, I kind of saw that coming. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of like a. Finally, moment. It's like Diaz leaves and Shaw's like finally gets rid of his wife. It's like we don't have to listen to Diaz say, I have a son anymore. Yeah. We don't have to listen to Shaw complain about <laughs> his wife anymore. It's like, yay, <laughs> those are most those, chapters. Yeah, yeah. those yeah. are most chapters up. So that was that was kinda nice to hear. Well, that sounds really bad when you say it like that. <laughs> um, we don't have to hear it anymore. <laughs> yeah, we don't have to hear anymore. I like the whole little like conversation that him and Dove had at the end when they were in the car. Kind of like, oh, you know, and like he says, like, I left my wife type of thing. You know, I kind of need a friend too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's why I'm not only asking for you, but I'm asking for me too. So yeah. I thought that was a little touching. And speaking of friends, you should tell your <laughs> friends to go on to iTunes and go search AfterBuzz TV Rookie Blue. From there you can rate and comment. 
tell a friend about our awesome after show. Tell us what you yes. like about the show. Tell us what you don't like. Tell us what we can do to make it to so we can improve on the show and see who we'd like to uh, try to get onto the show. That'd be awesome. Yeah. yeah. And then while you're doing that, uh, <laughs> after you download and rate us, you can download Adventures of Serial Buddies, which is an awesome, funny, killer comedy movie. It's starring Maria Menounos, written by our very own executive producer, Kevin Undergaro, and directed Yay. by him, starring um, Beth Bears from Two Broke Girls, Kathy Lee Gifford, Maria Menounos herself, Henry Winkler, who Christopher, narrates, Christopher, Christopher Lloyd, Lloyd, Christopher McDonald, a whole slew of funny comedians, Dexter meets Dumb and Dumber. Yeah, Check it out. Yes. It's hilarious. Oh, Available on iTunes and Amazon. Check it out. Good job, Marissa. Back to our regular schedule. <laughs> <laughs> Was there anything else you guys wanted to touch on from this episode? Oh, Andy and um, Sam ahead. at the end with um, their little conversation about being friends. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't much because we didn't we get a lot of, of them in this no, episode. But you can see his new girlfriend had a little... She's been given a lot of stink face. Yeah. 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 <laughs> She's good at that, too. She's good at the stink face. Yeah. She's a little uncomfortable with them working together, and she comes in at the end. They're chit-chatting in the in the mm-hmm. locker room together. Yeah. yeah. But I think it's a good step. Maybe that's finally the moment when now Andy can move towards Nick, and it's a clear path, and then clearly that's going to get in the in Swarek's mind and right. mm-hmm. cause trouble there, and then we'll have right. another... Th- Triangle. Yeah, so I I liked how they kind of got closure with those two tonight Mm -hmm. and maybe move in their own separate directions. Hopefully. I like the whole little uh, bipolar discussion in the car. (laughs) (laughs) and Chloe, can you picture those two together? No. no. Complete opposites together. (laughs) I kind of just thought it was like a little like funny, you know, type of moment. You're saying, I can't believe he thought, you know, I was bipolar and then it just kind of like escalated. (laughs) (laughs) It's such an awkward conversation for Cruz because she is bipolar, but I like how she played along. It was like, yeah, how would you be able to, especially if you had a gun in the yeah. situation, like, that would be really bad. Yeah. I like when she's like this, um, ha- you like guys with, like, bangs or something. And it's like, <laughs> it makes them more serious. <laughs> I missed my Chloe dose tonight. Yeah. yeah. We but got was, a little bit of yeah, her. Yeah, we got a, a little, little bit, bit of her, but then things got a little serious. She's definitely grown on me. I like her. And maybe they're going to develop a friendship. I mean, Chloe kind of expressed that she's like, everyone's a little crazy in their own way or whatever. And I'm sure Cruz felt a little more comfortable because Chloe expressed, like, it wasn't that big of a deal she made it seem like. Yeah. 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 And she brought up some points about, like, how could you hide that from the person you want to be with? Right. Kind of making... And since Sam doesn't mm -hmm. know, maybe, Mm -hmm. you know, this will be the pushing point for Cruz to open up to him about this whole thing too yep yeah yeah well that about wraps up that so <laughs> do we have any news and gossip for tonight <laughs> it's hard for news and gossip yeah, yeah they're in like another country you know? but i will say this if you guys aren't already doing it check out the live tweeting that the cast does every yeah. week yeah, during the episode it because it's really fun. They give a lot of insight. They're very good about get, responding to everything that's happening. And um, Unika, I love 
her because she plays Tracy, in case you didn't know. She's never mm-hmm. watching when the live tweeting's going on. <laughs> she's here. Yeah, because she's here, so yeah. she has to wait. And then I think it was last week when she wasn't even home to watch that. But she's like, I have no idea what's going on, but keep live tweeting me. I want to keep talking. <laughs> so they're really fun. It seems like a very fun cl- cast and like they have a lot of fun up there. So that's that. Let's get into predictions. And now, your After Buzz TV predictions. Okay, who wants to start with some predictions? I'll start, because you're all <laughs> looking at me. Okay. Um, I think because Andy and Sam are finally having some closure and they're getting along, and Marla's getting kind of jealous, going back to telling... You know, you, you can't live with that kind of secret of being bipolar. I think because Marla realizes that they're on good terms and she's losing Sam, she's going to tell Sam about her bipolar um, condition. Hmm. I like that. Yeah. It's a good one. Um, if we're just going based off of the preview for next week, um, it seems like Sam's old training officer or mentor is going to be in some sort of trouble. Mm-hmm. Because it sounds like uh, old case is coming back up. Um, I'm also going to predict that uh, Nick and Nick and Andy <laughs> they're going to hook up mm-hmm. now. Oh, now totally. that now that they're both single and they don't have to just play house anymore, they can actually be in house. Yeah, and, <laughs> and, and Andy said tonight uh, she's happy. Being single, uh, I don't know if I really believe that. Yeah, I think, and that's going to cause drama just within everything, because you know Gail has just broken up with Nick, and so it's going to be all this girl drama. Mm-hmm. What about you guys? Me, uh, well, I think uh, Diaz is going to come back because yes. he's going to go on like Maury or something. <laughs> find the out baby that is not yours. <laughs> he's not the daddy. <laughs> But no, he's definitely coming back. And uh, let me see. So Dove is going to get his BFF, the little bromance going on again. Mm-hmm. I think that's cute. <laughs> um, I think that if something does end, it probably will happen between Nick and Andy. I don't see them being long term. I see her going back to Swarik. I do too. Long term. Yeah. And I, I, I'm just like, I'm all, I like Chloe. I want to see more <laughs> Chloe. Chloe and Dove Chloe with his bangs. Dove. I like them. Yeah. <laughs> and I want to see more Noelle. Like, where is she? Come on. <laughs> maternity. Get off of maternity leave. Maternity has been like a year. I mean, come on. It's like the kid is for like us, ready for us. It's been a year because <laughs> she, she left like the last season too. So. She, like, she had the baby when the thing with Peck happened last year when she got abducted. It was the same episode. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's kind of come full that. circle. Yeah. But we did see her in, like, the first episode. Yeah, I think we need to see more. Of this well, we have to so. see their wedding. Yeah. yeah. Yes. So that's when she'll come back. Yeah. And I do want to see Tracy and uh, what's the name? The new Peck. Steve Peck. Steve yes. Peck. Yeah. I think, I hope Tracy and the new Peck get together and, I mean, the whole thing with Tracy last year and it's so sad. So hopefully she finds someone and is happy with that. All right. Well, let us know what you guys think. Where can they find everyone on social media? Uh, you can find follow me on Twitter and on Instagram at Serafini TV. 
And you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Justinique and on Peter Mooney's arm, a girl can train. <laughs> six, four, six. <laughs> One of these days you're going to give out your whole phone number. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I'm going to wait for, his, for him to call me. <laughs> I love it. I am on Twitter at Kim Dahlgren. Um, you can find me on Twitter at TweetT22 or on Instagram at Tiana Hobson. Thank you for joining us as always, guys. We'll see you next week. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.